Being able to still be teachable, anything that we do is to direct people to God. I am a pastor. It's your heart to serve. It's understanding who Jesus is. The smile is really good at hiding. Firing away here with you guys. Whatever your weakest piece can be, something brought this in about it. Yo, yo, yo. What is going on, everybody? This is Johnny Sierra, your host here at Thursday Talk. Really excited to have you guys joining us live. We are live every Thursday at 12 o'clock um, to just continue the conversation. Keep worship, keep the conversation going with worship, with word, really discussing a lot of those ends. Um, and so I'm really excited for today, guys. I'm glad to be back with you guys. It's been um, two weeks. Yeah, well, a week, a week. We missed a week. So I've yeah, I've been away. I've been away. But anyways, I'm going to I'm going to talk a little bit about that um, here as we move forward. But welcome again. Thursday talk for you guys watching live for those that are watching um, on Spotify, Google Player, iTunes. Welcome. Welcome to the show. Uh, really excited today. I have. Uh, we'll see. I, I, I we will see how she does. We're going to put her through tryouts today <laughs> yeah. um, and see how she she does. But uh, here with us is Alexis. Alexis, what is going on? Nothing much. I'm excited. A little nervous. This is something I've never done before. So I'm excited, though. Yeah. Yeah. She was like in here. We were here for like the past hour, just kind of preparing, getting everything uh, set up. And so uh, I'm really excited to have her. I actually uh, told her this morning that we were getting yeah. on. And so it's kind of one of those things like, um, yeah, like, welcome. Let's go. You yep. know, let's go. So, um, yeah. But anyways, um, I want to continue the conversation, keep it going with you guys. But a couple things before we do, um, obviously, you guys know that we are um, that we are on all platforms. And so if you guys haven't tuned into Thursday Talk Podcast, you can follow us on uh, Instagram. You can follow us on, uh, where are we at? On Facebook, you'll find us in the Genesis Church Orlando page. Um, all right. Yeah, so my bad. Background music was a little bit loud. Jenny uh, is uh, letting us know. She's kind of like our producer. She, <laughs> yeah. she keeps us kind of like knowing uh, what's happening. Um, but anyways, uh, yeah. So if you guys haven't followed us on those platforms, please do. We would love to have you guys joining us there. Uh, again, like always, every segment, leave a comment, any questions, any prayer requests, anything that we can do uh, in here. We love to get feedback and just really hear from you guys throughout the show. So keep that in mind. Uh, we do have a question for today that we want to highlight. So let's go into our highlight talks. So uh, what is Highlight Talks? We're basically just kind of highlighting some things that are uh, kind of occurring through the past week, uh, anything that we've done or any exciting stuff. So anything on your end, uh, Alexis, that you've been this past um, week? I, this past week, well, this week, um, I'm scheduled to leave this weekend, so I'm yeah. super excited. I had a little break, yeah. and I'm super excited to be uh, leading through this uh, Worship to the Decades that we're doing. And yeah. so um that's what we've been planning for that and preparing and so I'm, I'm super excited that's something in my week that I'm pretty excited for that's awesome yeah I'm looking forward to that too we are uh if you guys haven't followed up with that we are in uh the rhythms of life series um or season however you want to define it but um basically it's just really challenged our rhythms in in our life uh we talked last week pastor Tim did about uh just the elimination of hurry 
and how that was. But the cool thing about this uh, series is that we not only incorporated, um, you know, a good series with a lot of great topics involved with it, but we've uh, added in worship through the decades, like you like you specified. How, um, talk for those that don't know, Alexis. What what is that? What has it been like? Uh, worship through the decades. We started with uh, hymns. Hymns. Yeah. Um, how was that for you? Um. So it was a lot of fun being able to just sit in worship and do only hymns. I have never been a part of a service that's been only hymns. And so that was just something that was new for me and super exciting. Yeah. Like I loved it. And then going ahead to go into the next week, which was eighties. Mm. Um, just, it's cool to see the different, like the, w- the different generations and how they worship. Yeah, it is. Cause I'm very used to a lot of like Hillsong young and free and all that stuff. And so seeing going through worship through the decades and seeing how everyone relates to yeah. certain decades and certain songs, it's, it's been really awesome. Yeah. 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 No, it's been great. It's been challenging, uh, you yeah. know, in other aspects, but uh, in a way, you know, it's like, that's just how the, the, the script has been written mm-hmm. and here, you know, uh, and I love it. You know, yeah. we've, um, being from a background of very, uh, you know, being set on particular things and ways to kind of just break the, get out of the box on a lot of things since I've come on board. It's been awesome. And so Alexis knows a lot about my background where we, we used to worship. And so uh, it's really cool. Um, she understands that. But we've been, we've been pretty stretched out, you know, with how God's been utilizing us and our team. We were talking last night in a rehearsal. And just how cool this this whole uh, ne- two weeks has been, but now yeah. you know it'll be five five weeks in total. What we're gonna do, but this week is what nineties, right? We're yeah. doing nineties, and so um, still kind of throwback. Yeah, pretty throwback. It, um, it's we're cl- getting closer and closer to when I was born. <laughs> so yeah. Uh, what what ninety? No, I was born in oh one. Oh one. Yes. Holy cow! Yeah, we're not even there. Gosh, man, I'm not old, but I feel old. You're making me feel mad old. A um, couple things, uh, you know, um, I, I won't talk too much about this, but as you guys, uh, those that, that are uh, connected to Genesis Church Orlando, uh, you guys know that we uh, have had uh, our pastors outing. We went to Virginia, and it was fun. We had a really, really good, cool time. Um, just show some pictures here of us. But uh, we got to really just check out a lot of cool places um, that, that I was just really, I was really impressed. And, uh, one of those, one of the, one of the coolest things I thought for me was, uh, just spending some time with some college students. Uh, we, we did two classes. Um, one of them particularly talked about what has been the question there, uh, for that class was what was your, um, burning bush moment? And, and I thought that was pretty cool because the way that they, they talked about it was Moses's burning bush moment was that moment where he, he, that began ministry for him. Like that was the call of God. And so that was basically what the, the, the topic of the class was what, and, and, and they brought us uh, four pastors, uh, not PJ, cause he wasn't able to join us, but, um, and we were able to talk about our kind of our burning bush moment. And I, I just thought that was fantastic to really share uh, with that. We had a lot of students come and approach us and talk to us about uh, our testimonies. Um, and me being the young looking one, you know, obviously they they were able, they were attracted and were like, all right, we're, we're going right to this guy. So they make fun of me, man, because I had like this long line of, of kids just like asking me tons of questions and they're all like waiting Stand in the lobby. <laughs> And, and they're like, dude, the moment you said, 
prophetic and prophecy you know it's like yeah you're gonna you're gonna get all of them there but um anyways it was so so cool i thought that was a great experience uh we got to eat dinner with a lot of the genesis church uh grads and so as you can see here we have all of them there uh, most of them and we were missing a few but uh and then we got to what what do we do we ride road scooters i i you know pastor tim kind of uh, put me out there, but I did. I did have a uh, an accident on that. Um, thank God I was going three miles an hour, and it wasn't. You know, it wasn't crazy. I'm fine. I promise. I'm good. No broken bones or bruises. So I appreciate the concerns. Uh, we had a blast. This is another shot here where we were on top of the Liberty Mountain, um, and so it was really cool to really see. If you see back behind us, that is, um, and I'm showing pictures, guys, for those that are watching online. So if you want to check it out, go to youtube.com backslash Genesis Church Orlando. You'll be able to see everything I'm talking about. Uh, but as you see in the background there, uh, this is the tower uh, all the way to the back left, and then uh, everything there you see is Genesis. Uh, Genesis. It's uh, Liberty. And so uh, here we're talking to uh, Matt Wilmington. He's a mentor and coach for Pastor uh, Tim and Chad and just being able to, uh, we had a leadership uh, get together there, talked a lot about our leadership, just really challenged us. We had a great time there. And then uh, last picture here was with, ah, man, I, I forget his name, um, but he is what they call the voice of liberty. And he basically... Um, he calls all the games like he calls all the games in Liberty and just everyone knows him by his voice. And so we were able to get a private tour with him of all, you know, Liberty and the history behind that. So anyways, I thought that was really, really cool. Uh, we chatted a little, a little bit about college life. Yeah. Uh, you're in college, Alexis. Talk through us through that. I know it's been a challenge a little yeah. bit. Um, so college is just that season of life. I'm just. I'm kind of over school, yeah. but I'm, I'm pushing through. <laughs> I'm pushing through. I know it'll be worth it in the end, but yeah, um, yeah. yeah it's definitely been a struggle and I've definitely been trying to uh, manage it all, but. Yeah. You're doing great. You're doing great. Thanks. She is, Alexis is working on staff with us here and also has uh, a job over in a community center um, and doing full-time school. Like you're, 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 this is the real deal, yeah. you know, so. Any high school sometimes. students that want to get out of that life <laughs> yeah. and think that they got something better coming, let them know. Just work hard. <laughs> it's going to take a minute before you get there. <laughs> oh, man, it's cool. It's cool. So, uh, guys, I wanted to kick things off a little bit with a question for you guys. I love to interact with you guys. And so the question for today is, and it will answer too, is uh, if you could live in any place where would it be? And will this, we'll break this down uh, into two. Uh, no, let's keep it simple. One, one. What's the one place, Alexis? We were you were kind of chatting with yeah. me about it. What What's the place you gravitate so I said, to? So I said, um, like Australia, New Zealand, or like London, just yeah. completely different. Or like if we were in the states. Colorado. I don't know mm -hmm. what it, I've never been, but I feel like I would completely enjoy it. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, Chad was out there a few weeks mm -hmm. ago. And so he, uh, yeah, I mean, his stories were phenomenal. Yeah. Pictures were amazing. They were. I would, I, I'd love to see like the nature. So because Florida's you, flat. Yeah. There's nothing in. So like, you like, you like all that? Oh, nature, to experience it. Yeah. Like, I would love to experience it. You haven't though? No, not really. Have you climbed a mountain? Have I? I don't think so. No. Yeah. I can recall. Yeah, you need to climb a mountain. Yeah. 
I think I can. Only, I think I only do it one time and be like, "All right, not again. I'm good. Yo, I got my nature true story, king man. out of the way." Our ten year anniversary. I took Jennifer uh, to California, mm. and uh, my dad took me to a place called the Big Bear Mountain. It was gorgeous, like it was heavenly. There was a, a huge lake in the middle of, of these mountain tops. Like it was just like amazing. And so I always remember that. I'm like, I want to take Jennifer there. And so we get there, and I'm thinking, I'm gonna, you know. Rambo, we're gonna do all these things once I get up there. Yeah, let's go ahead and rent bikes and just start to do trails. And I had this whole image mapped out of what it was gonna be. Yo, we, I didn't take for you know account our our layover flights, our red eye flights. How long it was? She never rode a flight that was uh, like five over five hours. So that was killer. And then to wake up the next day, we got in late and then going up in this mountain. 10, I think I want to say 15,000 feet up and get bikes, you know, and then go up a little more. Dude, I I wore her out. I was worn out. Like, I was like, dude, I did not expect that. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I think I can only do it. (laughs) Get my experience in it. Baby steps, man. Baby steps. And so uh, we have uh, Anna. She commented and she said North Carolina or Tennessee. We got two Tennessee yes. people here. I've always wanted to go to Tennessee. Yeah. Tennessee is a place I'd want to go visit. Nice. Uh, never been. Uh, North Carolina I have. Uh, Jennifer and I went there very early on in our um, in our marriage. And so that was cool. Uh, but yeah, no, I've never been to Tennessee. But uh, I hear that like the Blue Ridge Mountains are all connected to a lot of those places, and so we went to Georgia and got to see that. So if it's like that, I mean, I'll I'll take it. And so Jenny commented too; she put Tennessee as well. Tennessee. I want to I, I go to Tennessee just like to see the music, like Ooh. go to like the shops where they yeah. have the. Uh, local artists just to just to experience it that would be cool like. yeah 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 um chris jeffries he was yeah. he's, he's on a personal tour <laughs> shout out to chris jeffries man he has been he's traveling the world having a blast love him uh but get back soon we want you uh, we love you brother uh tennessee is amazing commented kimberly appreciate that uh yeah keep bringing the comments all right for me um man um you know what? I'm gonna go with uh, I'm gonna go with Hawaii. Mm. I, I know like it's expensive to to live out there or whatnot, but uh, if none of that mattered and you just chose where you're gonna live, uh, I would say Hawaii or um, or like Paris or uh, any of those areas there, like yeah. Europe or something like that. If we're talking outside the country, if we're, yeah. right? Like, um, yeah, that would be my go-to. I love to I love to do that. So. Comment below, guys, uh, or uh, in the comments, where we <laughs> David Gabbard, Cocoa Beach. Let's go. <laughs> yeah, <Cocoa>. baby. <laughs> <laughs> Cocoa Beach is fun. Cocoa Beach is fun. I got a lot of memories out there. So that's awesome. Uh, anyways, uh, so keep commenting. That is the mm-hmm. question. Uh, if you had uh, to pick one place where you could live, where would it be? All right. So, uh, and a couple, one thing too, I wanted to just highlight today. I'm really excited about this. I didn't, I didn't know this. I'm glad I came into this, but today is national podcast day. Yo, what do you think about that? How ironic. (laughs) That's it. We hold, we hold our podcast on Thursday and just so happens that today is national podcast day. I like it. I like it. It's, it's great. It's like it was meant. It was meant to be. That's right. It was meant to be today, Alexis. Yeah. You were meant to be here today. So, um, yeah. So, guys, uh, let's go into just uh, 
let's let's eat some bread together, right? Let's break some bread together in in, in the word. Um, I want to share with you guys something that's been in my heart for a little while. I shared it with the team a couple weeks back. And so um, let's get into Thursday, the Thursday talk, uh, Thursday word here today. And so uh, if you've got your Bibles with us, if you don't, you can uh, follow along with us. But Acts chapter 16, we're going to go Acts chapter 16. Uh, and we're going to start at verse uh, 25. But one of the big things that I want you to think about and, and, and the topic of this conversation today is titled, Worship is dot, 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 question mark. And so uh, in the comments, um, what is worship to you? I asked this to the team um, and just would love to get your, uh, you, just your, your, your comments and your feedback on that. Uh, Alexis, uh, talk, talk to us. I mean, in, 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 you've been in the worship team for a long time. What has been in your understanding of worship? How have you understood it? Yeah. And so I for definitely like beginning of before I truly knew what worship was, it was more like, yes, we sit, sing songs to the Lord, praise him and all that stuff. But um, now if you like you ask me, it's just like the way we live. How are yeah. we worship? How are we worshiping Jesus and our everyday life? Um, are we living for God? Are we truly showing people what it means to be a follower of God and have yeah. that relationship with him? So worship is the way we live and how we're just praising him yeah. and following him in our everyday life. Yeah, no, that's good. That's good. Um, and we chatted on some things here that we were both in agreement with, you know, in regards to where we're going to go. Um, but yeah, we're, that, that's one of those things, you know, yeah. worship can be, um, it can be um, misinterpreted. You know, um, especially in, in today's age and culture, and I, I think we got to get down to the very root of what worship truly is. And so, uh, let's get to that. Let's let's talk about that. And so, uh, today, like uh, worship is, we're going to start in Genesis. Um, is it Gen Yes, my bad. Sorry, sorry, guys. Genesis twenty-two one through fourteen. Let's go. Let's go there. Sorry about that. Genesis twenty-two one through fourteen. So. Uh, I'll read here, and then you read the Acts? Yeah. Okay? All right, cool. Let's do that. Uh, so after these things, God tested Abraham and said to him, Abraham, here I, here I am, he answered. Take your son, he said, your only son, Isaac, whom you love. Go to the land of uh, Mo Mo Moriah and offer him, offer him there as a burnt offering on one of the mountains I will tell you about. So Abraham got up early in the morning, saddled his donkey, and took him to uh, took him two of his young men and his son Isaac. He split wood for a burnt offering and set out to go to the place God had told him about. On the third day, Abraham looked up and saw the place in the distance. Then Abraham said to his young men, and I want you to dial in here. He says, stay here with the donkey. The boy and I will go over there to worship. Then we'll come back to you. Abraham took the wood for the burnt offering and laid it on his son Isaac, and his, in, in his hand he took the fire and the knife, and the two of them walked together. Um, obviously, you continue to read um, till, till 12. Uh, I mean, you can even um, all the way to 19, but verse 5 really was caught me, and this all stemmed through a conversation that Pastor Levi Lusco was having with um, Taya. I forgot her last name. Um, she got me. It's a different, yeah, yeah. And uh, and she broke it down in one of the more uh, 
understandable ways and it makes total sense. And so um, I thought this was interesting because in, in, in Bible, this is the first time worship is referenced in Scripture. And it's not referenced with music attached to it. It's not referenced with any uh, musical instruments, production, lighting, anything of that. It's mentioned with what my first point is. Worship is rooted in obedience. It's mentioned in through obedience. Um, what are your thoughts on that, Alexis? Yeah, um, so like like I said, if it's like a, if it's a way of life and how we live, if worship is how we're living, then mm. obedience falls into that. How are we obeying God yeah. in the things that we do? What is it that God is calling us to do? Or and like to obey that, to follow that, basically. Mm. Like, um, don't just because it's not something you might not want to do. Yeah, it's not what you want. It's what God wants and how God is using you in your everyday life. Yeah, exactly, so. exactly. Um, I just I love that man. The simplicity of that worship comes through obedience. Mm -hmm. And to me, that is a powerful thing. And to me, I think it eliminates a lot of the, a lot of what we like to, um, the stereotypical of what we think worship is, um, you know, just our view of it. I yeah. think it just eliminates everything and gets to the very core of what all of us have to do when it comes to our relationship with God. Mm -hmm. And it's be obedient. And so, here is Abraham taking his son, right? And he's he's preparing everything, and God is here telling him, "I'm getting. I, I am wanting you to make one of the most the most difficult yeah. decision of your life uh, right now in this place. Are you willing to do that?" And I think a lot of us um, put yourself in those shoes. Put yourself in the shoes of of you desiring something so bad. What is it lately that you have been wanting? What is it lately that you have been yearning for? What are you striving for in your career? What are you striving for in your goals? Um, are, is it so much that you are, uh, you're not willing to sacrifice it on, on, the, on, the, on the altar to God? Mm -hmm. Because if that's the case, then something has to happen here. And I think that, you know, God knew ultimately Abraham's heart. The Bible says he'll never give us anything that we can't handle. He knew Abraham's heart, but to, for Abraham's heart to get to that place, it's, it's through relationship. Mm -hmm. It's through constant obedience, not just in this moment, right? It's through consistent obedience. It's through love. It's through relationship. Yeah. It's through, and, and with relationship comes constant care, constant focus, mm -hmm prioritization. That's what we've been speaking on with rhythms of life, eliminating everything and uh, examining everything yeah. and eliminating the one thing that is what ultimately taking you from that place of relationship with God. Because if you can't get to that place of true intimate relationship with God, you will not be able to obey his voice. Yeah. You won't be able to, to obey it. You will have a tough time putting in the altar your dreams your vision of your life, your goals, you know, your, your career, it's going to be tough because you want to navigate that through your lens. Yeah. Imagine Abraham sitting here saying, you know what, God, no, you promised me this son. It, it doesn't make sense to what you promised me. Mm -hmm. And so I, I, it just, because of this, I, I don't think I'm going to do it. I don't feel like doing it. Right. That's a whole nother topic, man. 
the feeling behind obedience most of the time will never be good. Like it won't be the best feeling. Yeah. What do you, what do you, yeah, I agree. Um, you're talking and I'm like thinking about myself and like, I notice sometimes, I mean, we're all human. We all do it. It's like, we're like, Oh, is this really, do we really have to do this Mm -hmm. for you to show? Like you already given me kind of half of what I need, like, or more than what I need, but do we really have to sacrifice or listen? But no, in the end of the day, it's like, like one thing I'm noticing, like we said in school, like, taking the time out, stop being so focused. Like if, if what, if it's school that's taking me away from really learning, take a time, time out of the day before I even start school Mm. to be like, no, this is for God. This is your moment. We're going to talk type of thing. Yeah. And so I think that's what I've been challenging myself with. Like this whole rhythm of um, life is just showing me how to adjust, like how to fix what I'm doing wrong. Like, just applying this series to apply to my life is it's more spot on. Than, yeah. It's yeah. really spot on. It's, it's the same for myself. And I, I, but I, but I think that, um, people have to understand that being stretched like this is a good thing for you. Mm-hmm. Being put on, in a situation that you are, uh, applying faith like you've never have is good for you. Like, I think we, we, we forget and we, we misinterpret uh, what faith is, is about. And we forget that in this life, we are going to go through persecution, yeah. times of testing, tribulation, and we forget. And so we always want to associate our difficulties um, with that not being what God desires for us, you know, and, and ultimately trying to write it off and always thinking that when life is good and I'm coasting and I'm, you know, going through a great rhythm in my life that, that that's the end all be all. Listen, the most growth that will happen in your life are in times of resistance. Yeah. That's why the book of James, he talks about that consistently. When you go through what you go through, consider it Consider it joy, for it is an opportunity to grow your endurance and faith in God, mm-hmm. right? And 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 it that's just what this journey is about. It's never been about us finding uh, comfortability and finding you know uh, just cruise controlling this yeah. thing until we get to heaven. It's never been about that. And if one thing the Acts and the early church has taught us is that your faith is crucial and obedience is crucial in this life. If you are going to please God, it has to come through obedience. Mm -hmm. And that is the end all be all, man. And you can be talented. You can have all the giftings you desire. But if you are not obedient to what God wants, there's nothing else. I don't don't, don't know how you're going to continue to go forward. So, Point number two is worship should never be dictated by your outside circumstances. Like I said, if you're going behind the feeling of all of this, you're in for a rough ride. Like this is going to be tough for you because when it comes to feeling, there's just, it it, it can come, it can confuse you. It can lead you astray. It can, you know, really bring a lot of disruption and confusion to to your walk with God. Did Abraham feel like sacrificing his son? No, you know, he did not. 
Did 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 he feel like moving from one land to the other because God told him to? Getting you know getting out of everything he knew in his life? No, right? You're never obedience is 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 most of the time obedience is never going to feel great. Yeah, it's going to be hard. When I tell my children, hey, listen, clean the house. Because mom's birthday is today and we want to make sure that she's having a good time and that the house is, is taken care of. What's the first thing my kids do? They're like, no. But they do it. And if they are obedient, mm-hmm. they show love to me. They respect us, right? It, it's not going to be what we ultimately always yeah. desire, right? And so um, getting back to that point number two, I want to go into Acts chapter 16, verse 25 and 26. And we're talking about, and I'm going to paraphrase a little bit here, but it is talking about Paul and Silas in prison. And I I was blown away. We've heard this story. If you haven't, check it out. It's an amazing story. They've been put in prison, obviously, for uh, preaching the gospel. But here in verse 25, about midnight, Paul and Silas were praying and singing hymns to God, and, and the prisoners were listening to them. Suddenly, there was such a violent earthquake that the foundation of the jail were shaken, and immediately, immediately, all the doors were open, and everyone's chains came loose. Listen, they're in prison. Who's? There is no joy in prison. Mm-hmm. There is. You don't have a good feeling in prison. You're not feeling great in prison. They've been beaten. They're bruised. They're battered. They're broken. But they're singing and praising God and even and even being broken and being in that situation they're still in obedience to God because that's what God wanted them to do and when you're in obedience to God he will supply your needs but it's not going to feel good you're going to you're going to be in a prison like atmosphere in your life are you going to continue to worship in obedience right And obedience can mean, you know, God telling you in this moment today, I want you to be still. I don't want you to move. You know, that could be what God's asking you to do, to not do anything right now. Just worship, just sing praises, just pray and sing hymns to God. That is what he wanted Paul and Silas to do in the middle of their prison because God was going to do the rest. God can be telling you to move and do something different. Go after a certain career, go after a certain goal. And you have to be obedient and understand that that is true worship, is obedience to God. Mm-hmm. Your thoughts, Alexis? Yeah, I kind of hit it on the spot. Mm-hmm. It's um, we even though like they were in prison for yeah. just like sharing the word of God and stuff like that, but like we often find ourselves um, kind of like not wanting to do what God is telling us. Mm-hmm. And in that moment, in one of the hardest moments of their life, they're yeah. like, no, that that's the point in time where we need to constantly sing to God and yeah. worship him, not push him away, but continue just to praise him. Yeah. So. You know, and I, and I find it, um, it just baffles me, I guess. But, you know, again, I think we're all victims to this, but let's put ourselves in their shoes, right? Mm-hmm. Here's Paul and Silas. They get beaten for preaching the gospel. So right away, uh, something negative that they... Uh, something negative came to their life doing something that they're called to do, right? 
And so right away in our culture now, anything that uh, brings resistance, brings mm -hmm. trouble, uh, right? It's not from God. It's, yeah. it's, it's not, you know, I don't like it. Yeah, yeah, of course, you're it's not, not going to feel good, like it, yeah. but it's never about that. Yeah. It's about obeying God. And so we're, we don't want to misinterpret what we feel mm -hmm. at the moment because it's walking through these difficult challenges are never going to feel right. Mm -hmm. But it doesn't mean you're out of the will of God. It means it, it should mean that you are in obedience. Hopefully you're in obedience in obeying God and everything that he's wanting you to do in your life. And that is true worship yeah. to him. And so I, I think a lot of our culture would look at this situation. They're beaten. And once they're in there, they're like, you know what, dude, let's 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 calm down. Like, I, I don't like this. I think we should just chill preaching the gospel like We'll do it in a very comfortable way. We'll go out somewhere where it's we're not going to go through this, right? That's what a majority, I would like to say, would think in our culture now. But here they are, and they're, and they're just saying, no, this is the will of God in our lives. This is what he desires. And after this, we're going to continue to do this yeah. fearlessly. Yeah. I, th I thought I thought that's just incredible. It's, it's so easy for us to get caught <laughs> up in our comfort it is. zones. It I is. am one to stay in my comfort zone if it's easy. So, um, but those are the places where God is telling us, no, there's more, there's more. It's true. Like I'm calling you to more. So do more, obey me. And there is more. Yeah. yeah. And so that's, that's the just, truth. that is the truth. And then point number three, uh, is this, uh, worship is your weapon, mm -hmm. right? Uh, second Chronicles, uh, chapter 20, we won't read it, but, um, let me just bring it up here. Um, I read this story, um, in our first get uh, our, our first outing uh, in the pastor's retreat and I brought it up to pastor uh, Tim and the, and, and the rest of the guys and I just administered so much to me but here's King Jehoshaphat um, and his uh, he's getting ready to be um, attacked by a very vicious army um, uh, the Ammonites, Moabites and the inhabitants of Mount Seir so here is like a large constructed army of many coming up against them and he's worried, right? And he's he doesn't know what to do, but um, but I love what he does. He goes straight to God, right? And and one of the prophets, um, let me see. All Judea in verse thirteen. All all Judah was standing there before the Lord with their dependents, their wives, their children. In the middle of the congregation, the spirit of the Lord came on Jaziel, right, son of Ajael. Um, and he said, listen carefully, all Judah and you inhabitants, Jerusalem and King Jehoshaphat. This is what the Lord says. Do not be afraid or discouraged because of this vast number, for the battle is not yours, but God's. Tomorrow go down against them. You will see them coming up, uh, and you will find them at the end of the valley facing the wilderness of Jeruel. You do not have to fight this battle. Position yourselves, stand still, and see the salvation of the Lord. He is with you, Judah and Jerusalem. Do not be afraid or discouraged. Tomorrow go out to, excuse me, to face them, for the Lord is with you. And I love Jehoshaphat's response. He, he kneels down face first and prays to the Lord and worships him. But as they go and assemble to this place, they're there worshiping. They're there fasted in prayer, worshiping. So worship is your weapon. It is your weapon that you utilize in the midst of your storm. 
Obedience, right, is, is the roots, it's the foundation, and worship is your weapon, right? The, that, that worship that you don't need instruments, sound, um, you don't need gear, production. It comes from the very core of your heart. This is who I am, Lord. I am praising you. I am loving you. That's the worship that got Paul and Silas out of that prison. It's the worship that got, that saved King Jehoshaphat and his people. It's that worship, but it comes through and it begins with obedience. Yeah. What are your thoughts on that? Yeah, just- um, so this, um, one time I was leading worship. This was, we had a Devo time and this was a story that was read to us and, um, I heard it and listened to it, and I thought, like, if you imagine, put yourself in that place, it's like, can you imagine going into battle and wow. just singing praise to God? And they're listening. The end, like, the other side is just listening. They're not. And so I just, I'm in awe because that's how that's how God is in our life. Yeah. We think a storm or battle is way too big for us. And um, in reality, God just asking for one thing, and in the end, and it, it's just praise and worship and obedience. And mm. so mm. I, this is, I, f- I completely forgot about this story until you like brought it up today. And I'm like, oh, every time I hear it, I'm like, it's this good. It's insane. Yeah. It's amazing. Yeah. yeah it's so. super good, man. And it really uh, puts things in p- into perspective. Yeah. Um, yeah. Cause here, here is our entire country, your entire, um, just full of descendants, full of inhabitants of these people of Jerusalem. And, uh, you know, they're getting ready to be attacked and, and yeah. And so to see them respond that way is, is such a beautiful thing. And so I hope that uh, today, guys, you guys can uh, take that in. That worship is uh, obedience. And whatever you're going through, whatever you are facing in your life right now, obey God, obey his voice, right? Obey him. And so um, we make the impact that we do. Uh, what we get to do on stage, guys, is, is, is it's just crumbs, comparison to what the bulk of our time with God and when and where it comes from preparation of the heart and mind um, that is where God is looking and that is where that's what stems out of that mm-hmm. whatever you see on stage is just the cherry, cherry, cherry on top of what God wants to do and so um, I hope you were blessed. Thank for thank you for sticking through with us uh, through this. Um, comment below if there is any prayer requests, anything that we can do to tag along with you in prayer, um, and uh, keep the conversation and keep the prayers going. Um, but again, I want to bring it back. Uh, what is the one place uh, you would love to live in, uh, or you could be or live in? And that can't be Florida. So I, I know I know yeah. David mentioned Cocoa Beach, but what's a place outside of Florida that you want to reside and hang out and spend some time in? So um, awesome. Any last words, Alexis? Anything? No, it's been a lot of fun. I'm excited I got a chance to do this. So. Guys, comment below. What are your <laughs> thoughts on Alexis? She did great. I thought she's awesome. She's been doing awesome with uh, Unscripted as well and helping. And uh, you just basically, as pastors mentioned uh, on prior, but She's here just really uh, being a helping hand and leading the way on a lot of different projects with us and uh, bringing a different eye to things. And so um, you might see her here a lot more um, just because, I don't know, people like the female voice. What do you think? Sweet. <laughs> I'm all for yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. You know, they, they uh, don't want to hear me every week all the time. So uh, we can definitely go there. 
But I, I want to remind you guys, before we, we uh, leave, I, I want to uh, just remind you to go to Genesis Church Worship Through the Decades. It is the playlist that we have currently going on right now. Um, and it's been going on for quite some time. We update it every week. We have our full playlist of what we're going to be singing. Some of you 90s babies, I'm telling you right now, or 80s babies, 90s babies, you're going to love this yeah. set. It just If you're looking at my screen, you're looking at the screen now, I, I know some of you are just... Give me some uh, raised hand emojis because it's 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 a great set. Uh, the team is super fired up to sing yeah. it. Um, Alexis was fired up to to, to do it. So um, <laughs> she's doing Days of Elijah, and yeah. it's something that she's learning too. Mm-hmm. So I've, heard, I've only heard the chorus. <laughs> yeah. It's it's familiar, but yeah, having to listen to it, and I'm kind of like relearning it all again. <laughs> so. Just yeah. wait till we get to again my closer years. Yes, closer to my age. yes, yes. So, um, yes, we're excited. We're excited. A lot of people are excited for our first yeah. song that we're gonna release uh, to yeah. this Sunday. So it's a little, a little out there, but I yeah. think it's gonna work. I <laughs> yeah, think it's, it's gonna, gonna work. Be fun. <laughs> it's gonna be fun. That's great. So, uh, Alexis, we close out in prayer. Uh, do you wanna you wanna close out in some yeah. prayer with us? Dear God, Lord, we just thank you today, God. Um, We thank you for everything that you've given us um, in our days, God. Lord, we pray that as we leave from today and just grasping on to what we were told, God, that it'd be we follow you and continue to worship you, God, in obedience, Lord, and that we continue to live a life of obedience, God, and just seeking after you, God. Um, We pray that you just continue to guide us and bless us through our weeks, God. And we know, Lord, that whatever storms or trials we're going to, there's a light at the end of the tunnel. And Lord, you're just asking us to just follow you and listen to all that you have to say, God. And Lord, we thank you. We worship you daily, God, and it's in your name we pray. Amen. 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 Well, guys, thank you again for joining us. You can follow us again uh, on uh, Instagram, Spotify, iTunes, Google Play, all of that. We'll have it released on those audio platforms for you guys, uh, either through the, usually Thursday nights or a Friday mornings. We'll have that out. But live will always be Thursday uh, at 12 o'clock. So come back and join us next week. And uh, grace and peace. 